the question of the week: What is your favorite TV show? Welcome, everyone, to the Boob Tube Bingers. We are your hosts. I'm Andy, and I'm Dee. And today we're going to be talking about.、Um, we're going to start off. There's three parts, three topics. First thing we're going to start off with is one of the YouTubers that we kind of like watching. His name is John Kirkwood. He is a retired chef out of England. The stuff that this guy makes, oh my god, it looks delicious. Oh yeah, it does. It looks really, really good. Yeah, he's got three hundred twenty-five thousand subscribers. That's crazy. Yeah, what crazy, awesome, and you know. Well, food is a big thing. Oh yeah, definitely. We watch a lot of food YouTube's. Yeah, we, we do. really, really do. We do, and this guy shows you how to make like fresh baguettes. Yum. One of the last two videos that I watched, I should say, two of the last two videos I watched for our area, pasties are big. So he was making cheese and onion pasties. Oh, it sounds so good. It does. I I really wanted to give him a try. The other one I watched was he was making a chicken and mushroom pie. Yum. Yeah, and he shows you step by step how to do it.、Um, yeah, he's really good at making it simple. Yeah. It's the kiss thing. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, and that's what he does. He breaks everything down. From if you're used to using grams, he'll tell you what it is in grams, and if it's teaspoons and cups, he breaks it down for American viewing, which、uh, makes it really, really helpful. So you're not sitting there going, "Okay, how do I convert this?" If you don't know how, yeah, or if you don't have a scale, yeah.、Um, one thing I do want to try making, and this is it's a corned beef pasty. Ooh, that sounds good too. Yeah. So, but yeah, we watch a lot of foodies on YouTube. A lot, a lot of foodie travelers. Yeah, those too. Yeah. So, if you want something different for the table, try something a little bit different than your everyday stuff. Check them out. It's John Kirkwood on YouTube. In one of the shows we're watching right now, that I would say it's a high binge show to watch up there on my list. Is still game. Yes, still game. And for those who don't know what still game is, it's a Scottish comedy、uh, directed by Ford Kieran and Greg Hemphill, and it's pretty much a show about retirees, pensioners. But the twist in it is, the people that are playing the pensioners aren't old enough to be pensioners. No, they are not. So far from it. And it. I don't know if it's a spinoff from Chewing the Fat. One of the characters in Chewing the Fat, which is another Scottish comedy, it's kind of it's a skit comedy show. It is what I have read about it. We'll have to cover more of that. Yeah, we'll be talking、later. about that in probably next week's podcast. But if you haven't haven't watched it, you can find it on Hulu and Netflix. Yes, and it's like I said, it's high up there on my list of binge watching. It's just I don't know. I like it. It may not be for everybody, just for the fact that it takes a while to pick up on what they are actually saying. I was just going to get into <laughs> that. There's a lot of、uh, there's some heavy Scottish dialect in it. Yes, well, but to be expected. Yep, it's it may not be for everybody. Just just for the dialect alone, the accent. Yeah, because it can get strong. But if you're willing to look past that and give it a shot, check it out. Now it's time for the piece de resistance. Yes, the piece de resistance. The piece de resistance. 
hustle. This show is, the writing in it is genius yeah, it in is. my eyes. It is. It really, truly, truly is. I feel like they actually had a con artist working with them. Yeah, I would not be surprised. Writing the scripts because just how everything's put together is just amazing. Definitely. I, I enjoy it a lot. And if you don't know, if you haven't seen the show Hustle, Hustle is a show about con artists, grifters. Yes. Takes place in England. Mm-hmm. And do you want to give a description of what you have? Hustle is the story of a group of elite con artists who each week pull off a complicated scam with several twists. Mickey is the group's leader who comes up with the plans. Albert is a veteran con man who in his later years was a roper or is a roper, searching out suitable victims and introducing them to his cohorts. Ash comes up with all the locations and equipment needed for the cons. Stacy steps in whenever she needs to be useful with her. Feminine side? Yes, feminine (laughs) side. And then the group is routed off by Danny, a young short con artist who Mickey takes under his wing. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty good description of the show. Yes. Yeah, it's just the way everything is put together with this show is just... It's genius. It is. It's... It kind of makes you, when you're watching it, you don't know where it's going. No, you don't. And it's just, okay, why are they doing this? What Mm -hmm. is this for? Exactly. But the best thing is, is they break it all down in the end and they show you like everything. Yep. That leads up to the exact outcome. And it's just, it's, like I said, it's genius. It's awesome. It is. It's in the way they, they pull the cons off. They don't go for the average Joe. No. Joe or Jane, like the working person, the everyday going to work person. They go after the people that deserve it. That's right. It's the greedy bankers, uh, the corrupt cops, the the greedy... Um, everyday business owner. Yeah, the, the greedy real estate agents, the yeah. ones that are out to buy up city blocks and just demolish everybody, yeah. kick everybody out. These are the type of people they go after. And that's the one thing that I like about the show. Yeah, they're not, like you said, picking on the average Joe. And Like one of the episodes that I found, there were a couple of them. And the first one I'll talk about is there was a small-time con artist that went, off, went after Danny's grandmother. Yeah, that's a good show. That was Yeah, that was a good episode. And the guy that played the con artist was the same guy who took the tickets on the Harry Potter night bus. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> and what he would do is he would act like a delivery person and bring the, bring the package to the door and say it's cash on delivery. Mm-hmm. And he would get like, I don't know, 40 to 80 or more dollars. Yeah. And he would focus on the elderly. He'd go through the obituaries, focusing on the elderly that have died and say, well, you're late or so-and-so ordered this package. And they'd be like, well, he or she passed away as well. It's cash on delivery. So in their time of sorrow, he yeah. was praying on that. Well, they picked on the wrong, he picked on the wrong woman. Turned yeah, out, he did in the end. Yeah. He turned out to be, or it turned out to be Danny's grandmother and they set up this elaborate Long con 
where it was about a certain banknote. Yeah. And they made the guy look like a total fool. It, yeah, it was it was great. Yeah. I enjoyed that one. I mean, I walked... I, I it's enjoy hard them all. To, yeah, it's hard to pick a favorite. Yep. It is absolutely hard to pick a favorite because every episode is a really good episode. Oh, yeah. They are. I mean, this show is so worth binging. And if we didn't think it was worth binging, we wouldn't be wasting our time talking about it. Or yours, happy or to yours. listen about yeah. it. If we think it's worth it, then I would say give it a shot. Yeah, definitely. Um, another one that I enjoyed... This one came at season four, episode three. One of their favorite haunts is a local bar. And Eddie, the bar owner, is the guy that they kind of razz. They take advantage of him a little bit. He kind of gives and takes, too. Yeah. Well. They like to try and see if he can. Catch him. Catch the con that they're doing to him. And he's not very good at it at no. all. No. But in this episode, what happened was. Eddie's dad or Eddie's mom had passed away and Eddie's dad, I guess, took it really hard, which is understandable. Oh, yeah. He took it really hard. Eddie said he was falling to piece, kind of fell to pieces a little bit. But when the scene opens, it's Eddie visiting his dad in the retirement home. And the woman comes in that owns the retirement home and just she's a typical Karen. Yeah. She comes in. She tells all the residents that are in this room that if you're going to go out to the pond you're going to have to start signing yourself out to release us, pretty much to release them of liability if they got to drag their body out of the pond. Your family won't be too happy. Yeah. And Eddie got a little pissed about it. Yeah, with a lot of rights. Oh, yeah. And he told her, oh, you don't need to be talking to them like that. And she was like, well, who are you? And he's like, I'm here visiting my dad. Well, she go and she goes, well, visiting hours are over. So Eddie comes back to the bar. Talks to the crew, asks them, because they were kind of looking at Eddie going, well, what's wrong? Because he looked down. He was really thinking and looking down. And he goes, you wouldn't happen to have $50,000 I could borrow from you or 50,000 pounds. And they laughed and like, no, why? And he explained that how this retirement home works is once you put your family member in the retirement home in the small print on the contract, they take control of the assets. In other words, the home everything pretty much in the home. And even if they die, you're still on the hook for whatever's left. And he goes, the only way you can get his dad out is pay the $50,000 to get his dad out. Yeah. So they come up with this elaborate con, Stacy, they send Stacy in. And how they, how they do these cons is just like a business. Yeah. They all have their part. They and have their part. They look at all the costs and if they can't, they don't have the money for it. They go hustle for it. Yeah, they do. Pickpocket, card games, you name it. Mm -hmm. And they took all their money. They had 47,000 pounds total put together. And they went to a wine auction because this woman was a big wine aficionado. Yeah. And they went to this wine auction. They bought this vintage wine from World War II, France. And they took the wine. They had Albert dress up as play the old man because... He's played by Vince Vaughn. He's he's passed away now, which is sad. Very sad. But they had him dress up like the old man, went down, did a shopping at like would be our goodwill or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, found a house for sale. They mocked the house up to make it look like Albert was living there. Stacy went and talked to the woman at the nursing home after she had already met her 
in a restaurant acting like she didn't even know who she was. Yeah. Met the woman at the nursing home. The woman was shocked to see her there. She's like, what are are you doing here? She's like, well, I didn't know you worked here. She goes, no, I own it. She goes, well, I'm here to put my uncle, my great uncle into the home. He's getting, getting old. So she got it all set up where the woman would come to the house, meet the, meet the uncle, take a look at the house. And while she was there, Stacy was showing her around. And just as she was going to go down to the basement, she had the basement door open up. She was going to show her the basement. There's a knock on the door. And Danny's at the door. Well, Stacy tells a woman, just go ahead, check it out. I'll be right with you. It's, it's pretty busy here. Yeah. So the woman's down in the basement. She's looking around and she sees this crate, this old dusty crate. And she opens the crate and there's a bottle of this, this vintage bottle of wine there. And right then and there, she's seeing money signs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's seeing money signs. So she grabs a bottle of wine. She brings it upstairs and they're sitting at the table. I believe they were sitting at the table. And Danny sees, sees her with the bottle of wine and she starts talking about the wine. And Danny's like, well, here, let's, let's go pop it open. And she's like, but, but he goes, oh, the old codger's got to have some glasses around here somewhere. Grabs out a wine glass, pulls a cork on this bottle of wine, pours it in, takes one drink, spits it out, <laughs> goes over to the sink. Dumps it right out. Dumps the whole bottle of wine down the drain. He goes, it tastes like piss. And she was upset by this. So he handed her the bottle back. He goes, well, here, you can have the bottle. Keep the bottle. And everybody was kind of like, why? Why did you jump? Do you know how they had this look like? Do you know how much that cost us? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That why was you, all our savings. Yeah. Why did you dump it? And there, he told him, he goes, the reason why I dumped it is I had to make her believe that it was worthless to me. Yeah, which makes sense. Oh, yeah. And he goes, if I'm right, right about now, she'll be having it tested. And sure enough, she went and brought the bottle in, had it tested, came back. It was a vintage blah, blah, blah from the World War II times. And she, the woman that tested it goes, I don't know who the idiot was that dumped this, but there was a bottle of this that sold just last week for 47,000 pounds. Yep. And she goes, I know. And she goes, there's a whole crate of it. So they hooked her in that way with the wine. And in the end, it was, she ended up bidding on the house. She paid 600,000 pounds for the house, and it wasn't even worth that. No. Because she was thinking about the wine, because the house went with all the contents. And in the end, she went to the house, told Stacy, pack your, get your stuff, get your uncle's stuff, leave the keys get on. Out. Yeah, leave the keys on the table and get out. And went down to the basement thinking that she fell into a gold mine with all this wine. And come to find out, it was all, it was cheap wine, Boone's Farm. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Cheap wine. And she came back up and they're all st- sitting out on next to the fence watching. And she just went ballistic. She was, I'm calling the cops. And they're like, for what? We didn't do anything illegal. Nope. And that's how they do it. Yeah. They stay within the confines of the law pretty much. Mm-hmm. They, they'll make it look like they stole it. But in the end, it was never stolen. And then they, they go and they break everything down at the end of the show and show how everything was set up. Yeah. And that's the cool thing about it. I don't condone con artists. Oh, no. I wouldn't mind having a friend that would, you know, oh, a yeah. group of friends that would be able to do something like that for me. If you need know, be. Yeah, just, just to stick up for you, you know. But yeah, in the end, Eddie got his dad out. But behind the scenes, Albert had a guy on the hook. And he ended up convincing this guy to buy the retirement home, 
by telling him that the prime minister is doing this new initiative and he wants the retire retirement homeowners to take better care of the retirees and that there would be certain incentives for doing that. And the guy was like, well, this is going to be the best retirement home in London. So something something good always comes out of it. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it, you get your laughs out of the shows and everything like that, too. So it's not just. But it's totally binge worthyable. I that, agree. Is that even a word, binge worthyable? It is now. It is now. <laughs> binge worthyable. What was your favorite? I mean, what is your. Well, one of my favorites is. There's a lot of episodes that I really like to watch. Um, that is true. Hard it, to pick. It, but it is hard. One of them is the Henderson Challenge. And it's from the third season. It's the second episode. And it's um, one where Albert is bored because they have no cons to do. And Mickey and Danny are having a pissing match, I guess you would say. Yeah. Because... One's got to be better than the other. Yep. And it's and the thing is, is Danny's good at the short con and Mickey's good at the long con. Yeah. Yep. So they both get dumped in the middle of London naked yep. the day they were born. And they have to see who can con the most money out of people. I, I can't remember if it was like for a certain amount of time or. They had to go to like pretty much the whole day. Yeah. But um, no, it wasn't the whole day. They did have a time frame on it. I think it was like five hours or something like that. You got X amount of, anyways, it was X amount of hours to come up with X amount of dollars. Or, well, no, to see can, who made, who, who could make, make the, the most. most. Yeah. So, yeah, I, <laughs> I find this episode extremely funny because the different cons that they would come up with is just. <laughs> could you imagine, though? Think about this for a second. You're visiting England as a tourist, mm -hmm. and you're walking around like Piccadilly or whatever. Yeah, taking also, pictures of this building and that building. And yeah, and you just see this white van roll up, and two guys get kicked out or come out of the back of the van, buck ass naked, and take off running with no context. Yeah, just get the fuck out of my way. Yeah, it's I I I'd be like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> Is this is this something that a, happens quite often? <laughs> is this a botched botched abduction? Abduction? Yeah, <laughs> we're done with them now. They can go. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I mean, because that's pretty much what happened. It was like everybody was around them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was the, one of the busiest points of the day. I would imagine yeah. a busy area. They get kicked out of the back of a van, buck ass naked. And it's like, what is going on? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, but yeah, the, the cons that they come up with are just, they're funny. Danny's running around and he hops in the back of a taxi. And he's like, go, 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 go. And he makes it look like he's this guy running away from a man who just found him with his wife or something or <laughs> yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> And then like, not long after, you see him coming out of an alley and he's got this really old, sweater, old nasty looking, nasty looking sweater. outfit that looks like it's seen better days. I mean, it, it's it's like a yellowish color. Yeah. It's starting to get threadbare. Mm -hmm. 
It's got stains all over it. Yeah, it looks like you got it from a homeless person yeah. who's been wearing it for a year and a half. <laughs> or more. Yeah. yeah. And he's got that shirt on and, and shorts weird, that yeah. are like too big for him. Exactly. <laughs> and these <laughs> these boots. Yeah. And these boots. <laughs> I mean, you'd look at him and be like, what the hell? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he comes up with some some dandy cons in this episode. Yep, he ended up calling the police on Mickey. Yeah, yeah, saying that he was armed and he was he was in the back of the limousine. Yeah. <laughs> so Mickey gets arrested. <laughs> yep, Ash has got to go bail him out of jail. He's like, okay, he wants to play dirty, we can do this. Yeah, so then Ash ends up working with Mickey and Stacy ends up working with Danny and they, they look like they have a lot of fun doing these little small cons. Yeah, but the thing was, they were there just for like support. They yeah, really, they didn't really help, I guess. Yeah, I was watching that one and Danny's like, they're walking down the street and there's a boat. Boat tour sign. Yeah, boat tour sign. Yeah. And Danny just picks it up and keeps on walking. And Stacy's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm giving boat tours. <laughs> and she goes, that'd be fine if we had a boat. And he looks across the, the Thames and there's a tugboat. Goes, yeah. We do have a boat. So he's got all these tourists just lined up. He's charging them 150 pounds a to tour. Take this, to take this tugboat tour. Yeah, they didn't realize it was a tugboat. <laughs> And he's just raking in the money. And then they take off from there and it just progresses. And finally, in the end, it was Danny ended up having, he ended up with the most money. Yeah. And Mickey, Mickey was telling Ash that if he wins, he's walking away. Oh, you mean if Danny wins? Yeah. 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 That's what he was saying. And that's what everybody was worried about. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to lose Mickey. I mean, Mickey's, he's an awesome dude. He is, but the whole show is just, it's, it's mind boggling. Yeah, I know. No matter how, how closely you're following it, it's like. You miss something somewhere and. Yeah. They you find out the, in, at the end what was going on and you're like, huh? How did I miss that? Yeah. And they, they show you at the end, it's like, damn. Yeah. And for the writers to write it, it, that had to be, unless you really know what the hell you're doing. That would be that would be hard to write. Well, yeah, that's why we sit there and think, hey, they they probably had some ex con. Either that, or, or they, they, they really did their research. Yeah, yeah, definitely, they had to have. Yep, really have done their research because, and just how it's delivered is, it's like, okay, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yep. Let's watch the next one, see what happens then. Yeah, and I don't understand. This show was on the air for. Eight seasons. Eight seasons? Yeah. They could have gone further with it. And oh, I, yeah. I don't know if it was just getting to the point where you, there's so, only so many cons. Yeah, that could be. And and they say never repeat the same con twice. Yep. So they, it's not like they can go and repeat a con after they've already put that in the script and yeah. aired it. and. <laughs> I mean, you, you don't want to see the same thing getting done over and over again. Yeah. I mean... You are watching con artists, con people. Yeah, but the way they do it is what you're referring to. Yeah, the difference. So, yeah, if you haven't checked out Hustle, please do. Yeah, you will not regret it at all. No, it's an older show. It ran from 2004 to 2012. 
And this is another show that I don't know if they remade it. I don't know how well it would do because it's just one of those shows where you got to have the originals. Yeah. It wouldn't feel right watching somebody else do it. That's very true. That is very true. And it's, it's like, to me, it's like Shameless. I know I'm going off topic here, but I have yet, I've watched all of Shameless. I have yet to watch the U.S. version. Yeah. Because I don't know, I just, I've seen the ads for it. And to me, it feels like, it, it just it, don't feel right. No, it doesn't. No, I'm in agreement with that. But that's another topic that we're going to have to yeah. cover at a later time. Another topic for another day. That's right. But yeah, I don't think, I don't think they could redo it and make it as good as the original. No, I don't think so either. And I don't know, I I couldn't think of anybody who would play the parts right. Because there's times where we can look at a, a movie or a TV show and say, well. So-and-so could do it better. Or I could see so-and-so doing this part. But yeah, if you have not seen the show, we found it on Amazon Prime and Tubi TV. Yeah. So if you haven't watched it and you want to watch something different, check it out. Yeah, I, I suggest it definitely suggest that you give it a shot yeah it's a crime comedy drama i think it's labeled under i think so yeah i mean that's the way i would categorize it anyway it's just it's a good show there's some vulgar language there's nudity there was yeah i think it's rated tg tv 14 yeah for the uk yeah which would be like rated R for us. Probably. They have they have weird rating systems yeah, they, over there. They do, but they also play stuff on TV that we don't play on regular our, like regular cable channels. Or, yeah, it'd be more primetime channels. Yeah. So yeah, if you haven't checked it out, give it a check. Yeah. It's one of one we find very binge worthy. Oh yeah. And if you have seen it, let us know your favorite episode or part in an episode. In yeah. our in the comments below. Or on our Facebook page, the BoobTube Bingers. Yes. Until then, we'll catch you on the next one. And join us next week. We'll be talking about Still Game. Yeah, next which, week we are going to be talking about Still Game. Which is another, like we said in the beginning, um, it's a Scottish comedy. I don't know why. Why are we on a, a, a European TV kick? I don't know. I think it's just something different. It's something, yeah, it's something different that... It, it, they have different storylines than we do. They think outside of our box. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Very true. So, yes, until then, we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks for joining us. See you then.